welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on the Experiment Podcast. I have a super, super special guest today that I have known for the past six and a half years, and I have had the massive pleasure of watching her grow blossom along this journey of owning her own business, specifically in real estate, but her entrepreneurial spirit runs very deep. She's actually been working in her own business since the age of 13. She's originally a Southern girl like me from Charlotte, North Carolina, and was also a highly desired stylist and now a mother of two amazing boys. She lives in Brentwood, California, and she's a very successful luxury real estate powerhouse. Please give it up for the amazing Shelton Wilder. All right, so welcome Shelton Page Wilder McCutcheon to the Experiment Podcast. Such an amazing opportunity to have you here with me. So you already know she's in real estate. You already know she's fabulous. And I want to tell really quickly here uh, how I was introduced to her. So you guys know how we kind of our paths crossed. Shelton was introduced to me through my previous business partner. We had a listing up towards the north end, or I guess west end for some some people, of Malibu. And she had a friend there who was really interested in our concierge. And as you know from her introduction, she had a lifestyle concierge management company. So he thought that there was a really cool connection. So he introduced Shelton to my business partner. And I think they had a little bit of a conversation, but then he brought her into our office and she sat down and I just like probably everybody else that ever meets her was just like, "Ah." (laughs) like between the accent and just, I mean, the, the glow, everything about her was as charming as she is Southern. And I completely connected with her and then we had the clerk had to like give us the check mark of <laughs> so we had lunch at the Malibu farm and you know she was struggling between us and another uh, firm and she decided to go with us and the rest is history and we've stayed connected ever since so what you know it's kind of like siblings when we all have our own experience growing up so why don't you share your version. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Lara, I love you. I'm so excited to be here. We're finally doing the podcast, your incredible podcast together. And I think the timing is just pretty perfect of this one. And yes, it was, it was my friend told me about it. I was getting into real estate and when he heard real estate concierge, he thought of me. And so, cause I had had my concierge business, obviously then, yeah, I was having the talk to different people. And I'll just say this, that Maybe if you're thinking of getting into real estate and have never been in it, you just don't, I mean, I didn't know anything. I didn't, I I literally did not know anything. I didn't know how a brokerage worked. I didn't know what brokerages were. I didn't know how teams work or, or being on your own. I I literally didn't know anything. And so meeting Laura um, and her other partner was, was so great. And I was kind of seeing how the operations worked, but I just connected with Lara so much too. And she was Southern also. And we just, you know, blonde Southern and, you know, she was just kind of killing it in Malibu. And I just, you know, love that and really strong approach to service, which I really loved. And so that's kind of how we, we came together. And then yeah, Clark had the meeting with us and we decided to move forward and it was, yeah, the rest is history. And we've always stayed connected and um, Laura, I, I can't even tell you how much Laura's helped me with my business and my journey. It's been, you'll hear about the journey. It's been crazy changes along the way. Um, and, you know, I couldn't have done it without her. So happy to be here. You're sweet. I'm definitely a girl's girl, but I'm also an agent's agent. So I never forgot what it was like when I started out at Harry Norman. And I think that 
for us, that was why I always loved bringing in new agents and especially someone like you, like what you just said, you're no different than anybody else that's out there and which we can not necessarily plug this, but this is the truth. You created a course for the same reason, because you realize that there's a gap in the information out there that even when you sign up with a brokerage, they don't offer, they just don't. So we all need that little breadcrumb path to get to where we are. And I saw that you were like a sponge and were willing to do anything and very coachable. So I just, you know, again, what you did in the beginning and to where you, I'm not even remotely surprised. So as you said, the journey is what it is. So let's share a little bit about that. So, (laughs) uh, so you're really right now, literally celebrating coming up maybe next week, six years of actually having your license. So when you came to us, you actually were just wanting to, you know, look into it and, and et cetera. And then life took its little path and you got pregnant with cute little Lainey. Yes. So you had some a few delays, just like everybody. So share that part so people can relate to the fact that, you know, like you want to get your license, the process that it takes, et cetera. Yes. Okay. So yeah, this is how life works. I was all in. I had my one son, Bo, and he was only 19 months and he was just a tiny, you know, baby. But I figured out it was like that December when Clark said, okay, we're shutting down shimmy, no more shimmy. Like it, it's done no more. And so, and that was my clothing line that I had on shark tank and it was just, we're done. And then I was a fashion stylist too. And so I just said, gosh, I've got to do something else. What is going to be my thing? I love, you know, I was, I was in retail and I loved working with clients. It was super high end and I would you know, I loved being in their closets and helping them to feel good. And, and then and it was sales. And I was like, how can I do that? Because having my clothing line was so lonely. I mean, it was just like calling us, you know, fulfilling an order or going to ship something. I mean, that, that is my nightmare, packing up something to ship. I mean, if anybody knows me, I won't even go to the grocery store or run an errand. I mean, I'd rather die. And so I was like, I can't ship a box again. Um, I can't, no, no, that's lonely. I want to be with people. And then, so real estate came to mind. I feel like I got the click. It was like from God. And then that's when I said, okay, well, we're, we're doing this. And then that's when all these different pieces came together. And I, of course I had no clue what I was doing, but yes, I, I um, was going to take my license. I was studying for it. I was with Lara and, um, and Monarch. And so, but then I got pregnant with Lainey. So that was, he was my second son. So I was like 19 months. Um, my other son, Bo was 19 months. And then I ended up pushing through, taking my license in my second trimester. And um, yeah, September 15th will be, so this week will be six years of having a piece of paper of my license in my hand, which literally means nothing. It means nothing unless you <laughs> go do something with it and are like ready to move forward. So um, yeah, it just means you can hang your license somewhere, but there's so much more that goes into it. But yeah, it definitely takes like, it's like a six to nine month period to even get your license. Not like you say, oh, I'm going to get my license next month. You have it. It's definitely a process. So then, um, then I was with Monarch. I was with Lara and had my license. And then, you know, I was so grandiose. I, right. I mean, I just thought, oh, oh yeah. I mean, first well, let, let, let me interject here just to be fair, just to be fair. So you, um, she actually had someone ready to go. You had a couple yeah. of, um, and, th- and that's sometimes the situation and sometimes not. So you, you, you know, can, I can even remember, you know, a lot of agents, including you in the beginning, they're like, oh my God, do I tell people how long I've had my license? Do I not? Blah, blah, blah. You were, had that like a little bit of angst about that as well. And Fear. Fear. But you Fear. had the benefit. Yeah. From, yeah, you did. So, but you had the benefit of already having someone ready to go and you didn't have the perspective of actually having to work to get that where a lot of agents get into this and they didn't they don't have that so you immediately like you got your license and you were showing property like that yeah that was I was really blessed to have that because and it was my friend and she's still my client my dear friend and 
and I was showing properties, the pregnantest lady around. I feel like that we got the property we ended up getting because I was so pregnant and we beat 25 offers. And I think they were like, I just feel sorry for this one. She's going to pop. Yeah. So we, you know, closed the deal when I was having Lane. So it, it did take a while though. We were showing properties. to. Well, that's because you were writing offers. I mean, you learned very quickly that it, it's not that easy. Like you were writing offers and you couldn't get them to go through. And like, it, it just was a process. You actually, I think November, you almost had something work and then it, it and she almost pulled out. So I, I remember pretty specifically. And then yeah. she got back into the game in the beginning of January and you guys found that property. So we found the property and then, you know, we closed it when I was in the hospital after I gave birth to Lane and we did the final walkthrough and I had Lane was eight days old and then I had the two-year-old and then the nanny and Clark. It was a whole family affair. <laughs> we all showed up. And so luckily she was a friend of mine too. And it, and it, it had gone through and they still live there and they still love that house. And I think it's worth like 500,000 more when they bought it. So that's the good news. And, um, you know, it turned out work, working out, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy what you think in your head of what you can accomplish and actually how get, getting going it can, it can be, even having such a drive, even having so many connections, um, an Instagram following, so many friends, it, it, it just, it really does take a minute. It really does. Um, and I think a lot of that too has to do with confidence, but let's go into like the next phase. Um, and it was around April that you can tell the story. We had gone to an event and we were having dinner after the event. No, I want to, this is, you know, real talk. My podcast is about real talk. So, because you're not the only one, you're not the only one that has these expectations um, of themselves and their business and their broker. So let's, let's get real. Okay. So we were, we went to this event, I think it was a million dollar listing thing. And then we were like all at dinner and I, and then I, you know, closed, closed my one deal and, and, you know, I had like a lease, a lease or two coming up and I was just like, Oh, okay. So when are you guys going to give me a listing? You know? And then Laura's like, what? I was like, the, what was that lady that had the pee puke out of her mouth? Like her head turned around and went, what? And she was like, what you say? And basically like, okay, nope. Um, so yeah, that was kind of what happened. And I was just thinking, you know, things the grass just, was greener on the other side or, and things are just handed to you and you just, you know, you didn't realize that like uh, real estate is what you bring in. I mean, that, that's, that's, you know, catch what you can't, you kill what you catch, you know, yourself. So yeah. And that's when, and another big factor of it too was like we were in, in Malibu and my son was in, in preschool in, in Santa Monica. So I wanted to be, you know, in town. So I moved to Berkshire Hathaway. I was there for, I don't even think a year. I don't even think a year. Um, it, the grass was not greener, I would say. It, 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 it's a fine, it's a great place. It just wasn't, you know, the best fit for me. Um, and then I met Peter Hernandez and he was at TELUS. And so then I moved over to TELUS, which was a small, smaller brokerage, very boutique um, in Brentwood also. They're all in Brentwood. And um, yeah, so that's when I moved, I moved there. Um, I, was, I was happy there. And that's when I started my team. It was basically like year two of being in real estate, I always had the vision to have my own team, right, Lara? Like I, I had talked about like from day one, you were like, okay, a team, I think you need to sell something maybe first. Um, but, but then well, I, you, let's talk about why the team. So again, you talked about your um, shimmy business and how lonely it was, because yeah. I think the truth of the matter, again, that a lot of people don't realize that while we are showing property to clients and we're meeting with clients, it's actually a very lonely business. Yes. So yes. tell your story about your team. Yeah. So, so it is, it is lonely. I am one of six children and so, and I'm the big sister. And so I just love having a lot of people around. I really thrive with that. I like to bounce things off people. I always, even in my other businesses, I had like, you know, six people working with me. Um, I just, I just love that kind of team um, atmosphere. And so I moved on to 
knowing in my head that that's what I wanted to do. And that is honestly the reason that I did not join a team, a, a, a big team. You know, there are, there are some ones that are out there that are fantastic. They have great team leaders. They have, you know, a huge present, lots of agents. I just knew that I didn't want to follow that path because I wanted to kind of make my own path. Even I knew it would take me longer. I knew it would take me longer because there are people that can join a team, they're, they're handed listings or they're co-listings and they can, you know, explode their business very fast. I just kind of in my gut knew that I wanted to, I didn't want anybody to say like, oh, well, you know, she's doing that because of someone else like gave her the break. And um, that's just me personally, nothing against it in any, anybody's book. But for me personally, I just kind of felt in my gut. Uh, and, and I knew that I was going to do this, you know, I'm like Betty White, you know, Capricorn. I want to be doing this till I'm like still 98 years old. Like, let's show some houses. So I just knew that I had the time to, you know, I'm 42 and a half years old now. I started when I was, I guess I was like, what, 36, kind of getting into the business. So I knew I had a little bit of time to make, you know, make it, make, hopefully make a name for myself through myself. So so that's what we did. Um, and then I brought on, you know, my first team member and then we started working on things together. Um, I had a lot of leads for leases that helped um, and, and those leases turn into sales. So um, I was, I was sharing those with her as well as. Um, Let's not skip over that. So yeah, um, there was a little bit of humility that had to happen in that, um, you know, you thought that again, ask oh. when you get the listings and you realize, I mean, just like any true entrepreneur, you realize that it's, you know, bit by bit, you build your business and layer yeah. by layer. So you, re, you know, you got to a place where it's like money's money you get, and you can close. I literally had agents that worked for me that could make their business and, and consistent income. Cause you don't have to wait 30 days for a lease. So if you're an agent out there listening to this and you're like, Oh, I don't want to do leases leases can pad your pockets for and quickly throughout you know your growth process much easier than you trying to go out and get these major listings so um wow. you took that you know in stride and and ran with it and you you actually and the thing is is you nurtured those relationships even beyond and that's i think the biggest you know pivotal difference for you that other agents sometimes skip is that you don't stay in touch on a consistent manner. Oh, that, well, that's, yeah, that's my biggest thing. And, and a great story about that is that my first lease that I ever had, they were from London and they were here. I met at the park at like a baby little class or something. And, you know, I helped them get a lease and it had been sitting there because the commission was so low for the buyer or for the buyer you know, side. Yeah. Buyer side representing, you know, the, the tenant that I think that's why I've been sitting, but it was such a great house. And I was like, I don't care. I'm get, I, just, I want, this is a great house. Let's get it. And so we stayed in touch. They're actually dear friends of ours, of mine too. And I just closed them on their first house. And it was after five years and it was 2.1 million and they're so thrilled. And we stayed in touch that whole time. So, I mean, that's a great, you know, I'm glad that you're having me go into that, that it's, it's so important to not just look it over and scoff at leases because they're, I mean, it's a relationship is what it is right. and, and people are people and you want to be able to, I mean, my, my whole thing is to be of service in any different way that I can. And so that, you know, that's such an important thing. And then, but yes, and the humility of coming in and having so many friends and thinking, I know so many people, but it takes a minute for someone to trust you with their largest asset, typically their largest asset, which is their home. And so, um, yeah, you just had to, you know, keep keep building on it, keep building on it. And that's why I wanted mentors around and, and, and kind of to grow that, that business. Um, that's why it was great to have Peter Hernandez around. Um, I, and, and Karen Greenswag was the manager there and it was just, it was really good. Then what happened there at TELUS is they were bought out by Douglas Element. So then I came to, that was my fourth brokerage, right? So that's number four <laughs> in a matter of like two, two and a half years. So um, anyway, that, that wasn't my, that I didn't change that right. time. Yeah. So, that's, just, that's just business. That's yep. That was just business. So we were there 
And then also um, Leah was a mentee. And then she, you know, we, she was in the fold too. So it was, it was myself and Jen and Leah. And you we were door knocking with her. Yeah. And we door knock with Leah. And then um, Jen and I did some door knocking and we also did, you know, a lot of different work together, especially, I mean, I think she did like 15 leases in a, in a matter of a year or something too, as well as sales, obviously, but, but that was, you know, important. And then that kind of kept growing. And then um, Liz wanted to, to join the team too. Um, so, so all of a sudden we have, you know, a group of, a group of us, and then I get an assistant, you know, Hollis. And then, so things are just slowly building over time. And then um, I guess, I guess at the end, I'll tell like the numbers, the exact numbers of what I saw each year. Then it moved from, then we got approached by Compass, right? And so I guess that was like two and a half years ago or no, a little over two and a half years ago. And, um, and that was a huge decision of, of what to do and really, really hard. Cause I really love Peter and, and, and I really loved, you know, Douglas Elliman had such an incredible brand and name. Um, but just what they were offering at Compass with the support is really, I, I love support. Laura knows. I mean, I can't, or Laura, <laughs> I talk to her almost every day. Um, so I love support, the coaching, the help managers, um, marketing staff, all, all of those different things. And that was, you know, what they had offered there. And so we made the jump to, to go to Compass. And so that was a, that was a great move. We really grew um, in that year. We grew from 15 million to 42 million that first year. So that was, that was huge, huge, huge growth. And, um, and then the, uh, the, the year after that, we went from 42 to 52 million. That was during the, during Corona, when those few months were, were not so great. And then, um, and then it turned into such an incredible year. So, you know, that's kind of where, where we were. And then after, I guess after Compass, what just happened recently is that um, I just we I just made decided to make a move and bring the whole team. The whole team has really grown now. We'll just tell you where we are. So we have three assistants. We have three agents. And let's let's make that clear. So you you have um, Chrissy, who is the team assistant. She kind of handles like logistically um, the day to day minutia. Yes. And she's, she's full-time. She's with me a lot of the time. She will show up to inspections, do, you know, she, she's your right hand. She's my right hand. Yes. Chrissy. And she's been in real estate even longer than I have, but then she took a break to have kids. Now she's back and she's amazing. And so then there's Christian. He's actually in the Philippines. It's so helpful. He's amazing. He is operations and he does all the computer computer stuff, stuff that I really hate to do. Then Katie is personal as well as helps with gift. I, yes, I have an entire assistant just for gifts. It's a big, huge part of my business. That is what Laura was talking about, about the following up, staying in touch. My clients receive a home anniversary gift every year. Even if you bought something five years ago, people are like, oh my God, I'm still getting a present. What is this for? Like, well, it's just me again. I'm so happy you bought a house for me. I hope you're loving it. Um, and then also we do this huge celebration for holiday as well with these big gingerbread. So yes, and we even follow up with people that lease properties from us as well because that's also important to be staying in touch. So um, Katie helps with that. And then we have Leah. Leah's on the team. She's amazing. She's been there for... I mean, she's the OG. She is the OG. She's yeah. the OG. And then we have uh, John, who's amazing. He's been here a little over a year. He just graduated college and is just killing it. His first sale was almost $3.7 million. So, I mean, he did that when he was still in college. I'm so proud. Um, and, and then Katie. Well, let me interject. Oh, that. Yeah. Um, so going back to you deciding to ca carve your own path, Whereas John recognized the benefit of being on your team. And part of the reason he was able to leapfrog into that 3.7 million um, 
product that he sold was because he was so consistent in sharing what the team had done. So the people that he sold the property to were family friends and they trusted him because he consistently showed up with what the team had produced. Of course, they wanted Shelton on the transaction with them, but that's a part of her team agreement. But again, like you said, there is no right or wrong path. You have benefited from you taking your own, you know, charting your own course. And John has massively benefited because he actively participated in promoting the product like that you guys had been selling. So the listings, yes, yeah. exactly. And so that- I just want to loop that back in because, yeah. you know, how it comes full circle in that um, he definitely has utilized, you know, the benefits of being on a team and you, the path that you've charted for yourself, so- yeah, exactly. And that's, that's really what it was for. Cause people kept, he would just post all the sales on Instagram and they'd be like, Oh my God, you're killing it. He's like, yep, just sold, just sold. And it's like, yeah, that's part of it. You get to say you sold it. It's like, it, you're on the team. It's perfect. So um, that's kind of how it ended up working. And they had, ugh, they were the loveliest clients and it's been doing so well with it. And then Katie is, she's also a flipper, a designer and has incredible clients. And so, and then Leah is so helpful too. She writes up all the copy. I mean, it's just like a little family that we've come together and we have Lily that does all the transaction coordination. She is part of the team as well. Um, and then Grant Natalie does all the videos. Yeah. Grant does all the videos and he's just amazing. It's so fun. He's like six, nine and he shows up with the camera. He's great. And does all these videos and then Natalie that does social media. So social media has been, I would say, and I think you would say too, Laura, hands down yeah. the way, the real way that I've built my business. Well, was. I mean, let's go back to when you were with me, Periscope was, okay. you know, where it was. And, and she doesn't share this a lot, but she would come in sometimes tears rolling down her face because of the cruelty of comments that, you know, the, yeah, the trolls that, <laughs> would just be awful to her. And when you're new and you're trying something and you're putting yourself out there, you know, those that are behind the screen and, you know, on the computer, whatever, they don't think about what it takes to put yourself out there like that. And I absolutely commend you for just continuing to show up. So, um, you know, she got the gear, she did it. And it, it, you know, those are painful things for her to have to do those like logistical things, but she did it. And that is why she is where she is because she kept showing up, um, you know, Periscope turned into Instagram and, you know, all of that. So turned into Wilder Wednesday that yeah. I've been doing for almost five years now, every Wednesday, I have a video that comes out and they've come a long way, baby, but it's been, you know, I just, was like, I have to be consistent and, and I know video is the next thing. And so I have to keep going. And then I would just post, I would just post about real estate and I would post, you know, always giving people credit, but people's listings, or I'd post just beautiful design projects or just making sure people saw, they were like, oh my God, there she is. She's still doing it because I was switching from fashion to real estate and I was a new mom and I was really going, oh gosh, how are people going to take me seriously? Are they going to say, oh, here she goes again. And what new business is this? Or, you know, oh, she might be too busy for me because she has a baby or, you know, other things that moms have to kind of go, you know, overcome. And, and I said, nope, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to do this video. I'm going to post on Instagram every single day, every day. I posted every day between, you know, either six to seven times a week, post on the stories. And we just talk about real estate. And of course my family and what was going on, but just show people I was out there doing showings. I was out there, you know, talking to other people. I did a whole, whole year was just an interview with other, like my contractor and other, you know, what title is or what escrow is. So, um, yeah, I just really took that free platform. I mean, it's not necessarily free anymore <laughs> with the social media video, guy, all those things, professional photos, but, um, but in the beginning it was, it wasn't all professional. I just had to put it out there and I had to make sure people knew that I wasn't giving up on real estate. This is my full-time career. This is a business. And like Lara always talks about, she's, you know, my coach and 
it's just, this is a business. And I knew that's one good thing that you knew about me, about co being coachable, is that I had already had several businesses. So I knew this was a business because a lot of people, and, and if you do, that's fine. They treat this like, okay, good. They want to sell like three or four transactions a year. Then they go like this. They put their heads on their, their hands on their head, their feet up, and they go on a big vacation. And that is not me. I get, I make some, I put it back into the business. That's why now I have such a huge staff and a huge amount of people because I don't like to do things alone. I actually hate the computer. I love my phone, but I hate the computer. And th these are just the thing, like I just, you grow into and you have the help and support you need to-, to Well, work. you did what needed to be done in the beginning and you kept yeah. showing up. And then as you built your business, you, again, we talked about the layering part. So you just got better and better and better. And I mean, that's just the part of growth. And, you know, I really want to focus on that because I know sometimes, you know, as your coach, you're a little harsh on yourself, just like everybody else, just like what you were saying, that you're a mom and that you were a stylist. And for everybody else listening out there, you know, just get over your story. That is what it is. It's made up. It's not true. And it's, if it feels icky, then you know that it's not true. So uh, the truth, what feels great is getting out there, showing up and doing what brings you joy. And this business brings you joy. These people that you get to meet bring you joy. And if you let those stories put a big block in your day or whatever, you know, and we're all human, it, it does happen, but it, it is about the consistency and showing up. And I think too, what you were saying, as far as growing from you sitting in your house <laughs> with your ring light that you would fall apart and, and all of that stuff to having grant now, you know, those were business decisions that you made. And I knew when you came on board, which, you know, like even from like with, with us, with our agents, I always want you to build your brand. You know, from day one, I was helping you build, you know, Shelton Wilder with your logo and all of that stuff. And because agents need to realize out there that it's your business, regardless of what brokerage you're, you know, laying your hat at for the day, it, it is your business. And you knew that from day one, but you knew all along that you were going to continue to grow and add these people that helped you get better at what you did. And let's get real. There were growing pains. So oh. share a little bit for everybody <laughs> that, you know, like, cause oops, sorry, the, the growing pains of this business a lot of people, you know, like have the Instagram life and, you know, all of that stuff, but it's, it can be painful. So just share the truth about, let's just talk about for the past two years, because that's really when you've had the most exponential growth. And when you have exponential growth, sometimes it can be like ripping. Well, it's way worse than ripping a bandaid off. So oh, I'll let you. Oh gosh. It, it was, it's, it, there was a lot. It pays off. Like, I, I, I don't want you to feel yeah. like it. I want to share the truth about some of the, the pain points because it isn't all perfect. It, okay. Yeah. It's not perfect, but it's at the end of the day, you still have joy. I mean, like, so just whatever you feel like you're comfortable with yeah. sharing and then I, you know, yeah, you'll hop in. So, so Laura came on, um, you came on pretty much as you know, my advisor kind of, I guess more kind of advice. I call you my business manager more so than like, coach. I get lots of labels. I don't care. I know, but I'm just saying it's more kind of like that. When I did kind of move to, um, move to compass and, um, you know, things changed. I had, um, a really amazing TC that helped a lot. And then that kind of shifted, um, from her, she moved on. So I just was kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, what do I do? How do I run the operations part of the business? And then we kind of grew that um, to how, you know, the team was structured also. And then it, I think it was, you know, 2020, I brought in a new assistant. I had two assistants actually. Um, and then, you know, things just, things just change, things change. Um, and one well, it boils down to the systems and, yeah. and that was, you know, that's a part of the growth process of, like you just said, like 
when I first came on, you didn't really have team agreements. You just were using Car car form. You didn't have an addendum to that, that broke down like how you do your actual team. So we created that. And then there were other parts of, you didn't really use a calendar. No, I did not use a calendar. None of this is like, like this. I just want people to, to understand the growth that you have gone through. That is a part of the process. There is no right way. Like there's like what CRM you use, what CRM you don't use. Like if you just use an Excel worksheet or whether you use like Shelton got very comfortable with clothes. That's the one that she uses. So um, but she also went through growth pains of, you know, was it going to be HubSpot? Was it going to be the brokerages CRM? All of those are decisions that you had to make. And that, that's what I'm talking about, sharing that side of the business that a lot of people don't realize. It's not always the glitz and glam and the photo shoots and the, the videos and showing these amazing properties. It's all of these tough decisions that have to be made on the back side, you know, like the back of the house, it's like from a restaurant side or from Disney, like you don't see a Disney character without their head on. So like when we're having our Monday meetings or, you know, having these late night calls, et cetera, those are, you know, when the, you know, Mickey Mouse head is off and we're having to have real conversations about what next. So just your, you know, a couple of pieces about that part for you. So I didn't use a calendar. I I didn't have a Google Sheets set up. I didn't have, um, I mean, my CRM was all over the place and just trying to make the decision. And that that was what was kind of missing. And how are you going to manage, you know, eight to 12 escrows at a time without some sort of system? I mean, I was able to kind of wing it, but you can't wing it in this business. And that's really when we got organized and got the back end and the systems, which was what Laura helped with, was to kind of get it, get it all together. And then in 2020, you know, it was a, it was a very scary time um, in the beginning when um, we had a great first couple months, then everything shut down with the pandemic. And there was two months of like, what is going on for two weeks? I mean, I'm the most you know, dressed up lady, Southern makeup outfit dresses or jumpsuit every day to like wearing pajamas and Laura's like, oh, hell no. Like the world literally must be coming to an end. that You're showing up on Zoom with no makeup, like no. And so I was like, okay, get back together. And so I, because we had one escrow fallout um, and one, one close, actually one actually opened from me posting an off market on Instagram. I never even met my client. It was so crazy. So then other little happy things started happening. But I think it was from Laura said I had to <laughs> dress up every day. And I took a picture. I had heels on. People were like, what are you doing? I had like blonics on and like full dress. But you inspired other people to do the same. Let's it did. Real. It did. People were like, oh my gosh, I'm dressing up now. Okay. I'm fine. I'm out of bed. And every day. And, and then you I just was felt better. You feel better about yourself when you actually I, get dressed and show up. I did. I felt better. I was like, I washed my hair and I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this thing. So, so then it, incrementally started happening and then we got everybody back together and then it turned out to be an, a massive year an exciting year but you know some things that you know were difficult we had some turnover with some employees and team members and everything and, and it's all all positive it's all exactly and, and I want to really address that because yeah. people need to realize that just like you moving on from us to other firms yeah it's a growth process you don't just because you love a human being does not necessarily mean that that human being is growing at the same pace that you are. So it is okay to part ways. Everybody blooms from there. So don't feel locked in to a situation and you nor they should be looking at what happened as a negative. It's just, it's, it's just growth. It is what it is. Oh, a hundred percent. And and I didn't at all. And, and with, with each step along the way, and, and I, everybody that's ever, you know, moved on or anything, I still have relationships with them, good relationships, check in on each other. Everything is still super positive, but yes, it needed to be a full new like system and team. And I really do feel like it is like, you know, but you couldn't be where you are without having gone through that. Yeah. Like through that, you whittled away at I like this. I don't like this. And I don't like this. Okay. Let's leave those. Let's 
add this and then, oh, you know what? I like this. So you start to, and even now, like as you've moved to Sotheby's, which by the way, let me just yeah, interject that's, this. Yeah, that, uh, was, that, was, the <laughs> that was the big move. The big um, move, number six and six years. Woo! Yeah, but the thing is, is that when she didn't remember this, but when she was, I can remember sitting in Dallas and I had just got back from showing property and you had called and you were telling me, you know, you know, this was after we had the lunch and you're like, Laura, it's between you guys and Sotheby's. And I just said, listen, you just have to find which one you're going to have the connection with and someone that, because as you're being new, that will give you the attention that you need. That's the thing. When you're brand new, you need someone to hold your hand unless you're on a team. But even sometimes when you're on a team, there is no guarantee that they're going to walk you through the process. So, because if they don't have systems, so that's a question you can ask if you're a new agent, what are your systems? What are your training systems for new agents? And if they don't have them run. So you had Sotheby's in your heart from your lifestyle management company and working at Capital. That is who and what you're really truly connected with um, as a human being, in my opinion. So, but you don't know those things until you go through the growth of what you've gone through. And at the end of the day, it's a business decision because you are the CEO of your company. And this was the best business decision for you and your team. So from a broker standpoint, I can never fault an agent that moves firms because they've been offered a better business opportunity. And all of that is specific and customized to each agent because Shelton wants things that other agents don't need. So it is very personal, but this was, you are home, I feel like now, and you're, will thrive just like you'd making the decision to add other team members because you knew that as you grew up, you thrive in an environment yes. of a team. Yeah, totally, totally. And I, and, and I am, that is, I'm very excited. We just announced it last week and it's just been, it's been exciting. And, you know, I, I do think it's, it's home. It's super luxury. It's where I want to be. It's very exclusive. And that's just, that was the store where I worked in that capital that you mentioned. And that was kind of, cause it was like a Bergdorf Goodman and it was just very ex- exclusive. It was just this, you know, there's one actually in Brentwood now, which is so wild that I get to shop there again, cause I'm from Charlotte and that's where it started. And so it's just, it's kind of that feel too, that um, little family feel too. And so, yeah, and I, I'm excited. And it's also global, which is incredible that there's such a big reach in that way that there's, you know, 72 across in 72 countries, which I think is so phenomenal and so unique. And yeah, I just can't wait to see what we get, you know, what's going to happen from there and thriving. And so I was going to, you know, kind of run through, run through kind of the numbers, just, just so that people can, can know just to not give up because isn't the statistic that it's 95% of agents quit after their first year? Yep. I think it's 95%. Yeah. So I knew I was not going to be one of that, those statistics, but it was, it was very trying. And I remember like my first year I said, Oh my, you know, my goal this year is 52 million. And it was like, you know what I sold? 1 million, one million. I don't even know if I hit one million. It, it was very, very small, but that was kind of that first like little increment. Then went to 8 million, then went to 15, then 42, then 52. And this year we're on track to hit hundred million. So that'll be my fifth full year in real estate. So I'm feeling really proud, excited about that. Um, and, you know, I'm not married to the number, but I'm kind of married to the number. I'm not trying to be married, <laughs> but that's, that's where we are. We're like, you know, from what, what everything is in right now, we're like 17 away from, from that. So, um, so I feel like it's very doable and, um, yeah, I just think that you just got to know yourself. You got to know what, what you like. And I, I did, I deeply did know that, you know, I deeply did know, 
about the whole um, wanting to have my own thing and my own brand. And I was very clear about that. It was always Shelton Wilder. It's always Shelton at SheltonWilder.com. It's the same phone number. I'm very clear about that, that all the things that I've brought in, they're, they're my clients because I wasn't given any clients, which is a good thing. That was a good thing that Lara did that. She's like kicking out of the nest. No, ma'am, that's not how it works. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go pick up myself and, you know, work, work, work my way up. And then, you know, it's just, you feel so blessed when you get a chance, when someone gives you a chance at a listing. And I've never worked so hard at a, like, like then, then I got the videos, then I did this stuff. Like I wanted to over-deliver, over-deliver. And, you know, I definitely am a workaholic. I will say that out loud, <laughs> but, but, um, I, you just, I just feel so grateful because I actually, figured out with my click that I really love to do this. I love this business. I am, I really feel like I get to be of service and I, I love my clients. They turn into family. And so, and I really love my team. I just love our A team going on. I just think it's like been smooth sailing and I, I am excited to grow the team too. That yeah. is definitely something that is, that I want to do in the future. Um, I would love to have a national team and a an international team so that's something that i'm gonna keep moving forward with i'm not gonna not gonna slow it down and just you know because now we're gonna we have operations we have our our manual we have all of our things happening and i have a lot of great support so anyway laura thanks for thanks for sure. having me let me ask you just a few last questions what do people misunderstand about you most oh my gosh i would say that that's that's my favorite thing that i am underestimated all the time that is that's my favorite thing because i show up so dressed up i i have you know just done 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 and i'm so blonde and i have this accent i've lived in la for over 15 years but I have this whole, you know, thing going. And then they're just kind of like, oh, this girl, who is this? You know, and I'm just like, there he it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Can't get rid of me. And I just keep, keep going, keep going and hustle for my clients. And so, yeah, I would, I would say that's the thing. Nobody, you know, I don't show up with my degree, you know, my summa cum laude or anything like, you know, graduating top of my class. Like I don't, show up with any of that but I think that after a while people are like oh wow she's I I'm consistent and I and I and I really I do what I say you know I I really do what I say and I unfortunately I'm the fair police I really believe in fair and um, I'm trying to I can't control everyone so I'm trying to work on that um if somebody just doesn't do the right thing but you know that's okay we just push forward right Laura yeah right what is the most important lesson that you've learned over your career over the past six years the let I, I just think my my lesson and 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 the way I've run been able to run my business is through consistency is that you can't just a little bit here and a little bit it it's consistency and I've learned that from you and I've learned that with like social media I've learned that with following up. Now we have newsletters. You, th things are on a certain date at a certain time. We have meetings at a certain time. We don't just like rogue. Oh, we're going to have a meeting whenever. It's like, no, no, no. It's on the calendar. And that's not my, that's not, you know, I don't, I, I would want it. it. It just has to be that way. So, and stay consistent. Yeah. That's the best lesson. So since you do have a course, which I will link in the podcast notes for people to um, get into, it helped you chart your path. And she shares all, literally all of her forms that she uses. She just, she's completely an open book um, to what she shares. So, on that note, what is one piece of advice you'd give someone starting out in this career? Okay. Starting out in this career. I think the best thing for you to know and remember going into this is that this is a business. You're running a business. You are the CEO of your business and you're not only running a, you're doing real estate transactions, you're running a marketing company. I was a marketing major. I never even knew how much that was going to, like 
that's really what I'm doing. I'm running a marketing company with, with my business, you know, that you don't sell a hundred million dollars plus and have a team and all of this without a mar- it's, it's a marketing firm. So just know that and then kind of get over yourself. Like I, all these stories that I told myself, oh my gosh, Lara spent hours with me. I was like, but I was in fashion. I don't want to post. I don't want to talk about, she's like, oh my God, give me your phone. Just post it. You know, just get somebody that pushes you, get a coach, get somebody that will hold you accountable. You just got to stay accountable and realize that you're going to run a business and that's going to help not only you, but your clients. People don't want to work with the loosey goosey. You you got to have a strategy. So that would be what I would say. And get a brand. And you have to realize that you are a brand. You are your own brand. So yeah. whether it's your name or what thing you come up with, get a logo. Get make it real. Make it real. Just just like you know Neiman Marcus, Bergdorf Goodman. You're a brand, and and like everything has to go within the brand the people you hire, the people you're with, um, even the kind of clientele you have. Well, it helps to create your culture. So at the end of the day, it's like, that's what helps your business live on and breathe because you've created the brand, which creates your culture. So, um, and the last thing that I want to say is that for those of you that have not had the privilege of meeting Shelton, one thing that a lot of people don't know about her is that she is funny. (laughs) I mean, literally needs to have her, well, first of all, she should already have her own show, but as far as being a comedian and literally could put a drama, like a comedy store show together. So if you have not had the privilege of um, getting to know that part of her, then dig a little deeper because it's, she's hilarious. So I'm so grateful for you, you know, coming on the experiment podcast with me today and sharing your journey with everybody because it's been glorious and it's been the bumps in the road. And um, I appreciate you being transparent in all that you have gone through. So, yes, well, I love and, you. Um, everybody. You can find her at sheltonwilder.com or Shelton Wilder Estates on Instagram. Yes. Yay. Thanks for having me, Laura. You're welcome. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Laura Doughty underscore L-E for live excellence. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you.